Hey guys, we are back. I know we just saw you on Sunday, but we are here to talk all about Jack and the funeral. So stay tuned to talk all about the episode, The Car. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Had to have some Atlantis in there. <laughs> what did Jack call her? Atlantis. 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 Yeah. He's like, who comes up with these names? Yeah. I'm like, it's a beautiful name. Which, another echo of what's happening now with baby names. Oh my God, oh, yeah. All that nonsense. Oh my God, don't even. <laughs> Happy birthday, Stormy. Just kidding. There you go. There you go. Happy Blood birthday. For... She was born on the first. That was like five days ago. Happy Why do I know that? Birthday. Why do I know that? Because it's just taken oh over God. our lives. And as This Is Us has, I've literally been only seeing everything This Is Us in my newsfeed. I don't mm. know whether it's because I look at this stuff all the time or if it's literally just blowing up, but everyone has had something to say mm-hmm. about Sunday's episode, about Jack's death, and then about tonight with the funeral and finally saying goodbye to Jack, but it has been a whirlwind of emotions. Yeah. It might, it might be the Instagram algorithm, but yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take it as just everyone's talking about it rather than the Instagram algorithm, but you know, I can dream. What's up, guys? Thanks so much for joining us twice this week. Uh, my name's Candice Cruz. You can find me on all my social media at Candice R. Cruz. I'm joined by my incredible panel. What's keep up? me together. People, I am Keith Andre here. I've been feeling like deja vu all day long. Uh-huh. Um, Candace has become obsessed with all things this is this. <laughs> and we're seeing that even as we watch the show. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Lena Nori. You can find me all over the internet at Lena Nori. And uh, Candace cried again today. But at least today, <laughs> it was the funeral. Yeah. It was necessary for you to cry. But just every other time, I don't know. Yeah, and speaking it's of your the, turn. Go ahead. Speaking of the funeral, that's why we're all wearing black because we wanted to pay respects to Jack Pearson. I'm Erica Shannon, <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. You gonna throw a jab at me too? Uh, not over here, girl. Not, on, <laughs> Thank not you. in this seat. Thank you. Good. I appreciate you. I'm gonna <laughs> talk to you all night long. How was it a jab? Both of y'all we're giving just, me jabs about my emotions. I'm just saying things that we saw. Yeah, she's found so much information about. I've literally show. been messaging them all day yeah. about guys. Did you see this? Did you see this? this? Oh my god! Now watch I watched this. this. I watched. Oh, and you guys don't even know that. So I wasn't here, obviously, on Sunday. And she messaged me. She sent me, like, this um, Instagram. You know, you can, like, send a photo. Yes. Oh, right. And then her and I on Instagram were going back and forth <laughs> on what I thought about the episode. Like, she was so into it. I was like, listen, listen. She's like, no, no, we're going to talk about this We're going to address about this We're going to address that when we'll address the time that is right. But the time is that's right. how into it she is. She was just, we're going at it back and forth. And I was like, listen, this Guys, is how I feel. We have anticipated this for so effing long. You can understand where I would Only be coming from. two years. <laughs> exactly. It's finally here. Mm-hmm. Let me breathe it's in here. this is us, okay? It's happened, and I'm glad it's over. I actually am, too. Yeah. I'm glad that, like, I <laughs> feel know? like I have this weight that's been taken off All of me. All this energy yeah. built, yes. up. built up. You know why I'm happy? Is the preview of the next episode, which obviously we'll talk about later, is there's more Jack. At first, I was a little bit worried. Like, mm. is this the end of Jack, or mm. are we going to see him less? Yeah. And then there's Jack. My yeah. mom brought that up today. I was talking to her. She's like, well, what are they going to do with Jack now? Like, he died, so is he not going to be there? I was like, Mom, he's been dead this whole time. Right. So it's not going to change anything. The formatting is still going to be the same. There's always going to be flashbacks mm-hmm. of some sort, and Jack doesn't disappear up until they were 17. So there's still so much But more they're really yeah, going yeah. into, like, his history, or at least that's yeah. what they're making yeah. it seem like. I wasn't expecting that either, like you said seeing that they're saying like oh this is just the beginning of Jack's story was like oh wow because you know they had us believe from Sunday that we were going into the future Um, I mean but we still can but again there's just so much of Jack and even Rebecca that we still don't know and there's Mm -hmm. just so much to life like tonight talking about like the tree and the significance of this tree that we saw that introduced a couple episodes ago and last episode too but was it the same when Randall and William were going to Memphis isn't that where they stopped and where William sat on the bench and had that conversation with Jack see I don't remember that so I I think think it was was the first I think it was the first introduction because he came and said this is my dad's favorite spot or something like that and then he has a conversation with Jack Mm -hmm. in that spot yeah so I think so I think we were introduced a long time ago but it was just now like Again, all these gems. Can I tell you guys something, though? The way they scripted 
Jack into the storyline where he's always kind of been like this ghost or this spirit amongst like everyone's lives in the history was genius because there's so many TV shows that I've watched. Like I was watching Vikings and like when the main character died, I'm not going to lie, like it takes away kind of like your desire or a lot of people's desire to watch it. Like the ratings went down on everything and it's still a great show, but this literally looks like just the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like now we're going to yeah. divulge more yeah. into, like, his history, showing how it's affected the kids. Maybe, and it shows we're going to find out about his brother. Kind of talks about that for the first time ever. Right. In this last episode, we actually hear about the brother and him saying that he went to war with them. So I was like, this is amazing. Because yeah. if you think you're going to lose viewers or, like, lose kind of the momentum because you lose a main character, it's just the beginning. I think it was genius. Yeah, so. I wouldn't think they Kudos would have to the that to worry about, though, because with this show, it's always, like you're saying, the format, this has always been how... It's not that we've experienced him more. Or that he's always been dead. Less. He's always been dead. He has always been He's dead. always been here. It's genius. So. Yeah, and the thing is, is like, again, I feel like I'm a damn broken record, but it's very much indicative of real life. Like, there's so much more that we don't know. Like, for the first time, we heard about the cancer scare that Rebecca had. Right. We've never right. heard of this. Right. And there's, like, there's only so much you can fit into an hour-long episode of these people's lives. And if you're encompassing, you know, 37 years worth of life to get to a certain point, inevitably, that's going to take up a lot of episodes to fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I just really loved... The last two episodes, I'm going to kind of talk together as a whole for me because I feel like they were one and like they belonged together. It was like a continuation. We're so simple and beautiful. And I I watched a video and we've got a clip for you guys later of Manny Moore even saying that it's like people are wanting something big and somatic because um, almost everything that we watch and we digest content wise is very cinematic and like cinematic and it has a lot of like oomph to it but this is just it happens Mm -hmm. you know and it was so beautifully done and like the range of emotions from everyone were just even with the funeral too I don't think I can ever look at a musketeer again. Was that what she was eating? No, it was a Mars bar. Yeah. A Mars bar. I thought it was bar. a Three Musketeers. Too. I thought it was a Three Musketeers. A Mars bar, Twix, M and M's. Originally, I thought. Why it was I remember Musketeers. this? And, then, I don't know. and I was thinking about that because you know the video that you're going to show later, and she was saying that it was just supposed to be simple. Is that that is likely what? I mean, knock on wood, I've never had someone close to me pass away, or at least been in a situation where they kind of pass away or in front of you. I wouldn't know how I'd react. So you expect when you watch these movies and shows, there's like some big dramatic. And Mm -hmm. if you watch like ER, it's like crazy. And they're showing like the blood and they're showing the surgery. So I didn't get any of that. And I just hear eating a chocolate bar. And I'm like, I'm not, I don't even know if I can look at a chocolate bar the same anymore. Because she took a bite after he's like, Jack's gone. Well, she even said that haunted her for for years Mm -hmm. because of that. Mm -hmm. And like, I've been through... Unfortunately, in my lifetime, a lot of different deaths that were very close to me. And every single time, my reaction to it, I was never there for any of them. But the phone call that you get, it takes so long for you to process something that traumatic. Mm -hmm. Because a moment ago, you were there. Mm -hmm. Or you were there, and I could touch you, or I could talk to you. And especially if you're not there physically with them, it's almost like it never really happened. Like, if you don't see it happening, it's like being far away from someone and you just calling them and not getting to talk to them for a couple of days. It's almost like there's not that actual finality of it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, to, I think to speak of it, just like as a viewer of the show, mm-hmm. for me, I felt that it was handled well. I yeah. think that the, the thing that we were looking for as far as like this big, like cinematography, I don't feel that it was that. It was just that with the show, we're always forced to experience these big moments at mm-hmm. the end of episodes. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. always like a punch. That's always something different. So it was nice to see them pull back and with his death just being something that happened, that yeah. you don't get this overwhelming, you know, preparation for. I do agree with you that the episodes go together. And watching this one tonight, I, I don't know. I found myself feeling like, I don't know if it was lacking. I don't know if it was just me or what I had expected out of the show, but it took me a minute to like really get into it. Mm -hmm. And then I was able to get over a hurdle and like experience it and go through. But I think one of the most beautiful aspects tonight was just seeing like all the memories because that's the real life fit where when you think of something,
and then you have you're forced with like all these emotions and symbolism so yeah and I love that it focused around the car Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was so, so cool. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I echo what you're saying, Candace. I did like the quieter, simpler mo- moments mm-hmm. of this episode. Just when Rebecca would be like staring off, mm-hmm. it was just because she was pr- still processing right. at this point. And and when she had to be there before the urn, it was because she was like, I wasn't there when he passed, mm-hmm. so I got to make it up to him. It was just those those simple moments that based it for me in reality. about people and their actual responses to things. Yeah, because they reinforce it. And I like that we got to see each character's kind of vantage point. They Mm -hmm. all had these moments that they were touched with. And I really like the two boys, like seeing um, Kevin and Randall in the car who experienced what he would think of wearing a tie completely different Mm -hmm. based on their experience growing up. I thought that was so neat. Because they're all seeing it through different vantage points. Exactly. So it's like he, they each had their flashback of like mm-hmm. putting on a tie mm-hmm. and then him trying to learn how to do it and then the frustrations and the, the impact between like everyone's grieving differently and everybody's having this hard time of like how do we grieve together but I'm so pissed off about this or I'm so upset right like I'm trying to like be the man in the house everyone's like trying to figure each other out yeah. at one time yeah you know? and it shows that you also have to learn that we can view this person the same way, but that doesn't mean we experience them the same. So they were forced to, like, face that as well. The way you saw him may not be the way that I saw him, and that's okay, but I have to grieve in my way, and you handle it yours. Mm -hmm. And I think the best part for me was they were showing kind of these little glimpses Mm -hmm. in history of the thought of Jack possibly dying. Like, when they're Mm -hmm. in their car, and and he's trying to tell Rebecca, like, I want to outlive you. And he's like, no, not sorry. Not I want to outlive you. He's like, I don't You're want you. You're going to outlive yeah, me. Yeah, right. I want you to outlive me. And then he says, don't put me in the ground. Like, I want to be out. And then the scenes where the two brothers are fighting in the car, Randall's learning how to drive. Mm-hmm. And then he almost hits into that, I think it was like a FedEx truck or something. Yeah. And he makes them both walk home. And when they get back, he's like, I'm not always going to be around. Mm-hmm. Like, you mm-hmm. two need to fix whatever problem it is that you guys have. Because at the end of the day, when your mother and I die, you guys are all you have. So I kind of really appreciated those moments because it just makes you realize that you really just in life don't know how long you have with like the people you love Mm -hmm. like we really take those moments for granted Mm -hmm. so it shows all these little scenes and then you guys even the scene where he's getting the car and he walks and he's like let me talk to the guy inside when he wants to get um the jeep he tells the guy he's like i need a car that's going to keep my family safe and then they show like the little flashbacks of how many times they hit different things yeah the whole like and it's ultimately he's saying like this car needs to shelter my family and it's just I think it was so beautifully put together in this episode. Mm -hmm. The little flashback showing how he made these little indirect references about him not being around. And then it's, he's not around. It's just so scary to think about. And I try not to think about it. But it's true. Like, we don't have, we have a limited time on this earth. And I think him being the patriarch of the family he always was so strong and always fought for it. And, like, at the end when Rebecca was talking to Kate about, like, I can never tell you how much not to beat yourself up. He was a grown man Mm -hmm. and he made that decision. Like, just hit so home for me, too, is that we think that everyone's so, like, indestructible. But at the end of the day, it's our decisions and, like, what happens Mm -hmm. in the minute seconds that all come together to create a life that can just ultimately be done yeah at any moment and that's what a lot of people after the episode on sunday they Mm -hmm. were still blaming kate yeah Mm -hmm. and even then i was thinking well jack went in because jack wanted to go in to save the dog yes for kate but he didn't have to go in no right because he also went in for the album and he went in twice by the way people forget that he went and first got randall then closed the door, put him in the room, then went back out and got Kate. Right. Then went and closed the door. Right. And he didn't just come back with the dog. He came back with the album, her necklace. Um, yeah, there was something the else in there. So like he the little... was in there for a lot longer than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I did see. There was an article I found. Again, I want. I looked at all the articles. <laughs> no, she found an article? No way. <laughs> I know. But it was these nurses that Twitter blew. I loved up. that. Yeah. You I read really that? Yeah. That. I, I love like that, that one too. So cool. But all the girls, not even all the girls, all the people that were nurses were watching the show and literally like, I can't focus right now <laughs> because this could have easily been solved. Mm-hmm. Right. But again, it was the 90s. 
Does that what? save anything? Does that help? Well, not necessarily. I think it goes. I remember we were talking about how, you know, a part of the experience is like this willingness to suspend it's your been reality. Yeah. So I think it was a bit of that. But two, I mean, things happen and yeah. things go unnoticed in, you know, medical professionals and accidents. So it very well could happen to, you know what I mean? It still could happen to Wait, today. so what were the nurses doing? Were they trying to break it down? I was like, they were should have died? Yeah, because they were saying, oh, this is a sign of um, um They should have been ready, yeah, overexposure. They should have been ready to intubate, intubate. as soon as he came right. in. Mm-hmm. They should have had someone watching the he monitors at all times. He should have been on code blue at this point. How dare they? The code red. And, but How also, dare they? I think if he had actually gone in the ambulance, that would have happened. happened. But yeah. because they decided to take the kids to Miguel's, when he walked into the hospital, even though he had soot under his nose, they probably figured, oh, it might not be that bad. So we right, can just yeah. check him out, do the normal vital signs mm-hmm. and everything like that. Nobody thought. But then it can happen in an instant. Apparently this happened. Like, I was talking to my mom about all of this stuff, and she was told me a relative of ours actually had a Widowmaker heart mm-hmm. attack. So it's happened. Bef- it happens mm-hmm. before. Like, oh, yeah, of course. Times. Yeah. Like, just in the middle of his sleep, he just... Done. There's people that have, I mean, it's not the same thing, but like they dry drown where they get so much water into their lungs and they don't drown on the spot, but they end up dying later. Yeah. And they call mm. it like, so, I mean, no one had a crystal ball. And let's be real. They showed us a flashback of the FedEx truck. They could have easily been struck by the FedEx truck and died there. I mean, it's, I don't think it's about specifically that moment of him dying. I, I just appreciated the whole episode altogether, kind of showing us how fragile life is. Mm. That at yeah. any moment you can just die. I loved that he said, don't make plans for Saturday and had the Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that broke my heart. When he, I watched that, like, we knew that it was going to be Saturday because they'd already shown us the tickets. And then they go fast forward in the episode and he's like, don't make plans for Saturday. And then they didn't make plans. Yeah. Something else happened. (laughs) But it's all about... It I'm sorry, I'm really sad. He, it goes back to what he said at the dealership. It's all about wanting his family to be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all about wanting them to have those moments together. I don't know. They didn't make it clear. Did Kevin and Randall like Bruce Springsteen as well? Because I know Kate was kind of like, he's cool. I think the only one we heard was Kate in the yeah, car. Think, yeah. We didn't hear about Kevin and Randall. But he's it was so the thing cool. that his dad loved. He yeah. let her skip mm-hmm. school. That's like the coolest dad ever. I mean, yeah. I would I would be grounded for the rest of my life if my dad found me in the street somewhere trying to make it to <laughs> Alanis Morissette to sign my CD. But I loved how much faith. What was she? He she's like thirteen her. then, right, or twelve? No, like she was seventeen. School? Oh, she's seventeen. Like sixteen. Yeah, yeah. sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. But I I I admire how much he like put so much emphasis into her, and I mean all of his children, and like you should really pursue this music thing. Mm-hmm. He called Alanis Morissette the complaining girl. What do you say? She's with like the guitar. With the guitar. With the guitar. <laughs> with the guitar. <laughs> Oh my god. But She's, I'm wondering uh, she won like five Grammys. Now I'm wondering why if what the reason is that Kate hasn't pursued the music then. If it's something that her dad would have wanted. Right. I think we're gonna find out. I think they haven't even begun to like tap into Yeah. Because they're eating we find out that that's why she starts gaining weight too. Is like she kept driving what? by the house. She talks about but, how she started eating because of her father's death. But also death. did she go to school? Did she I bet you she never submitted that video. Cause she still has it. Probably. Okay. Probably not. But to your point, that I think was the, last the expectation yeah. would be if I'm this impacted and they did have this relationship, you would think that that, they would, that would be a driving force yeah. for her to follow and, you know, mm-hmm. pursue that. But I think it's something that if she was faced with it, like, let's say even if she did go to the audition, I think for, like, the fragility of, like, who she is, I don't think that she would have been able to get past it knowing that she had this video with her dad and how much he saw or believed in her. And she feels responsible and, too. Yeah, and it could have been the one thing that they had and that was their thing mm-hmm. that he they knew about together and that's like something she wanted to keep private rather than You know a moment you know, you know a moment actually got me is when Kate's saying that she's gonna give the dog away, how they didn't like lock the dog up before mm-hmm. the funeral. And then the mom actually said, Yeah, maybe you should. I almost felt like that further validated to Kate that it had something to do with the dog because if it if the mom was 100% like it had nothing to do with the dog she'd be I like no honey why that. would you it I think be, that yeah. she was just 
you know, we're faced with this and you're talking about you're going to get rid of a dog. Okay, go ahead and do that. Yeah, yeah. I think That's it can be perceived both I can see it both. Yeah, yeah, I can see her perceiving it that way, but yeah. I can also see, like, That's mom, I... like, mom's exhausted. Like, I just went through the ringer. I lost my husband. I lost my one person. Now I have three kids that I have to deal with. You all are arguing and complaining, and all I want to do is get to the, the funeral and I'm make sure that he's from there. from Kate's mm-hmm. perspective, that's where I can of course. see that she thinks... Because if your mom's... I mean, n- Rebecca's normally <laughs> level-headed and very composed. I understand she's lost her husband, but her response was so quick. Yeah, maybe you should get rid of the dog. I mean, it could just be where she was numb and she just was responding. Yeah, know, that's what, that's what I think. Something. She was just like, okay. I she, do that too. I'm so. just like, yeah, okay. But I didn't like... I was, I was kind of bothered by the fact that um, Kate was making that suggestion. I was like, oh. It's almost like that's like... It's not the thing you talk about, number one, yeah. right now at this point. And, like, you're almost trying to fix the situation and, like, or you want validation of someone saying, no, don't get rid of the dog. Right. If someone would have said, no, don't worry about it, don't get rid of the dog, then maybe that would have validated kind of, like, well, then it really wasn't him that did it. That's what mm-hmm. I think she was, the book Kate was trying she to wanted say. She is, like, hey, respond. we should get rid of the dog anyways because of what happened. So when the mom said... Yeah, maybe we should, which I'm not saying she said it for that reason. Right. But I, it's kind of like if you saw Kate's reaction, like when the mom said that, that's how I would have taken it if I was Kate. Like, oh, wow. She is like, this is a reminder. Let's get rid of the dog. And I think that going back to the end of the episode that we were just talking about, I think that's why Rebecca said what she said to Kate about he was yeah, a grown right. man who yeah. made his own decision because it finally registered that she's like, you're wanting to punish the dog for something right. that wasn't his yeah. fault. Right. Listen to me when I tell you, like, your dad made that decision on his own. I think that's why. And he went to go get an album. Like, think about how much time that would take. He ran and got the album. Ram got her necklace. There's no way they were all in one area. We got to give up some of that Mm -hmm. for TV. (laughs) But at the same time, even if he wouldn't have gone back in the house, he was still exposed longer than anyone else, too. Right. And especially to your point, like you said, he did get Randall close the door. Get Kate close the door. So yeah. even that could have been even if and he didn't it could have been back. infection with his hands. Like when he did mm-hmm. that, it could have been that that caused it too. There's so many different outlying factors that could. And wasn't like, he a smoke? Was he just a drinker or was he also a smoker? A they just never showed him smoke. No, yeah, no, yeah, I don't think smoking. so. I thought um, I, I was on Twitter with someone and I was just having a moment where you know after they get out, I was like, wow, they they very much could have presented this show and he still be alive granted it'd be a completely different show right but for a moment i was just like well he could have you know lived and been this is us but that's alternate universe exactly Exactly. i mean i wonder if they'll do an episode like that of like what if jack lived I hope not. I think that no, no, no. this show is too real. <laughs> no, for I know. To, but I'm just unless fine. Randall and Beth have their little fun time in the backyard, like she and William had with the. Oh, and then we and go then into they hallucinate. This yeah. Can we talk world? about this scene at the funeral where Randall and Kevin are fighting over the watch, or yeah. more so Kevin? Listen, I know Kevin's a punk. At least Kevin at that age has always been a punk, but I can also see where, when something like that happens. He's kind of like looking over, seeing Randall wearing the watch and being like, you gave it to him. But I think my favorite moment is Rebecca just getting up and walking out. That was just like, I have no time. Like, I think that was a moment where she was having her breakdown and she was like, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go outside. I cannot handle it. And the doctor, you guys, I love the doctor. I think that's been the, just to take a second to stick with Randall and Kevin. Mm. I think both of their parents' reaction to them has been like, the reality of their relationship. And what I was really impacted by with Jack when he was like, you know what? It's up to you guys. Either you're going to fix it and y'all are going to be this or you're not. But as a parent, at a certain point, you have to remove. It's nothing that you can do to create, you know, even the tightest of bonds between siblings. And like for me, I've talked about my twin before and that's where I felt like, oh, wow. But we always talk about how, you know, you're faced with, However much time is just what we have, you never know. And at a certain extent, as a person, you have to be just okay with knowing that this could go by and we not may very well, you know, have the best of relationships. But what can you do about it? I thought it was like such a human mm-hmm. moment for both of them to have their experience. Granted, I think that they grew out of that and they still are bonded, but it does show like the weight of them trying to 
have this sibling Yeah, moment. and him even grabbing the arm at the yes. end. Yes. That's all it needed to be done. Mm-hmm. That's all it needed to be done. To and clean I can, slate it. And I can understand both. Like, they've got very differing personalities. Randall is very much like, if I need to stand up, I'll stand up. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be the dad. Let me be the dad. Let me do what I need to do to take care of everybody. Because even when Jack was getting out, he was like, you're going to take care of your mom. He's always been like... The taking care of type. Yeah, even, with all, type. even with mm-hmm. all the apologizing that he yeah, does after anything with his mom or dad, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He just yeah. wants to fix things. Exactly. And he wants to do that. And so. that's just him. And so to see him doing that conversations at the funeral of like shaking hands and making sure everybody's taken care of and like blah, 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 blah. He's just taking care of his mom. Yeah. He just wants to make sure that she can do her thing. Let me take care of everybody. But I can also see where Kevin would be like... I can't imagine having that many siblings and like everybody wanting a piece of like what was left that I would get angry too. And even his argument of like, of course it was given to you. Of course it was. Right. He's always had this animosity towards. And I think Randall. that's still like a real life moment because yeah. you are faced with whatever my insecurity or am I going to get something? Am I not? I think by this and point, he already we got know, the necklace. Though. I was going to. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Cause he he's already like, in the hospital. hospital. Exactly. So. And I think it's, I think actually more than, you know, we always talk about Jack and Rebecca's relationship or um, Beth and Randall is the relationship between Randall and Kevin is to me very important because as I'm getting older, I you know, you hear stories, your friends talk about it. Siblings, especially because, you know, your parents, they're older and, you know, there's always like a barrier between a parent and a child is that you didn't really choose them. Everyone's born with different personalities. Mm-hmm. Your family, it's, it's blood. Friends are the ones that you choose that their personalities are the most like you. So what I love about the dynamic of their relationship is that it shows what two real siblings. And it has nothing to do with the fact that they're not blood or what the case is. I know that, like, maybe some people might say, oh, it's because he's adopted. But no, that is how siblings sometimes, especially if they're from the same sex and close in age, react. It's mm-hmm. that they're not the same person. They have two different personalities coming together trying to conjoin them. And I like the fact that they show this because I talk to a lot of people. And one of the main things that they talk about when they... Are referencing the show is the sibling reaction like hey mm-hmm. so, there's always somebody that doesn't get along with her two sisters don't get along or two brothers don't get along and i think it's important that they show that dynamic because people kind of have like something to relate to like oh it's not just me because exactly. you're not born with the same exact personality as somebody else no. and fail me it's kind of like forced on you you're forced to try to make it work so in that scene with jack like to me that was like such a huge and important scene where he's like hey when we die this is all you guys have left is each other because really friends. Yes. Some friends that you have, they become family for a lifetime, but really family, you are bonded for a lifetime. And I, I really hope that we can see in the future, the forties and see that they kind of, well, do I think we are going to, to that see bond. that now mm-hmm. because yeah. that, I mean, we did already see a flash forward of Tessa and mm-hmm. Randall. So I think that is going to be an element of us like progressing forward and seeing yeah. the future and seeing the relationships and the dynamics of all of them. And, and and what goes on, but um, I just really, really liked. It. We didn't see much of Kate's relationship with the boys though. This episode, she kind of right. kept to herself, other than like, "Do you guys see where we're at?" kind of thing, and that was about it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Sorry to go back to no, Kevin no. and Randall. I did like that argument that they had that spawned from the watch where Randall mm. broke it down and was like, well, you weren't even here. Oh, God, because, yes. yeah. Because Kevin was trying to make Randall feel like I sh- he said he you're shouldn't, never here. he shouldn't get the watch. And Randall was like, well, you weren't even here to get the watch. So how are you coming at me when I was here to protect our mother and our sister and you have the audacity because I'm shaking somebody's hand that I want to be the man of the house. That's not what it is. I'm doing the responsible thing. I'm taking yeah. care of not just our mother, but I'm taking care of everything but having to not. do with. The, yeah. And you're sitting there with Sophie. And we got to see a little bit of Kevin's frustration, like dealing with, you know, not being there and mm. deciding how he interprets his father's death because he's he said a real man would have kept him from going back in the house. That was so nasty of him to say, though. Because, let's be real, he could have said that to his sister about the dog. Not that there's truth to that, but there's more truth to that than saying... You let my dad go back in like a grown. But you I would tell a grown ass man you can't go back in there. Of course he's gonna go and back of course, in there. Yeah. In the situation could be completely different. Like you weren't there. And that's why I was glad that you we got to see Randall yep. give a rebuttal because yep. usually he'll take time. Or I'm sorry, he's like, mm-hmm. oh, of course. I mean, you weren't there. You're never around. You've never yeah. been there. So. What do you want me to do? Which, they were exchanging knives back and forth. I was yeah. going to say, those that's, were that's like equally nasty, though. Flip. Yeah. Like, 
But that's why Rebecca was like, I'm walking away. I was so glad she did that. I thought she was chasing after them. When she walked out, I was like, yeah, that's the moment that you're like, you guys can't even love it alone for one night. And I think it's a moment of like, I'm out. Like, you guys can figure it out. And sometimes it's even worse whenever a parent does that and they don't say anything. Oh, my God. I'd rather them yell at me than, like, them just say nothing Mm -hmm. or be disappointed in me. I wasn't expecting them to to go out of the funeral. I was expecting to get from Kate more of the um, self, like... Um, it's my fault that my father died. Like I was expecting more of that. Her to she kind of internalizes maybe, the yeah, hell out of that. Yeah. That's inside. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we already see that with the the videotape twenty years later and the urn mm-hmm. and not wanting to dump out all of it. And she's the one that still has the urn. Keep in right. mind. Yeah. But that's so, why I was I was glad that she has the urn because I was thinking, well, did everybody get something mm-hmm. from you know left from their father? And I realized she got the, the urn, urn. So, and I like the way that they honored. Well, Rebecca, because I don't think the kids knew that he wanted to be outside. He didn't want yeah. to be in the ground. Mm-hmm. I like the way that they honored him because sometimes you'll see where people will put ashes in the water or in some other form or fashion, but they put it by his favorite tree that wasn't his favorite yeah. tree until like two years <laughs> earlier. Yeah. You know? But the weirdest was part so was cute. when she's like, not all of it. I was like, wait, what are you going to do with the rest? What do you mean not she all of it? wanted to have, have it in the urn. <laughs> no, I know, but like, think about it. In the moment when she said that, I'm like, what? What do you mean not all I, of it? I felt that where she was going like, oh, yeah. you know, we're doing this, but I still want to keep, you know. I've never had an urn of I anybody. My best friend, um, her father passed away years ago in college, and they had these little, like, different color urns that mm-hmm. each, he had, like, six children, maybe more, but each of them has a bit of the ashes. And that's what I what <sighs> I was thinking was going to happen, but then mm-hmm. I remember we saw the urn. At Still one of the, the football same. games, yeah, yeah, yeah. because Kate well, and, Toby. and he Toby was talking to it. Yeah, he asked them for oh, his, right. for yeah. a Kate Tanner marriage member. Yeah, yeah, and I like too that because a lot of the times, you know, if a lot of people aren't fortunate enough to have conversations about death or the way they would want things to go, yeah. and you know, without it happening. So I'm glad that he, you know. Grabbed Rebecca and was like, No, I know you don't want to talk about this, but let's just be clear. Do not put me in the ground. And that's something, too, that we don't ever talk about, but it's something that we, I feel like we inevitably have to talk about at one point or another with someone and have that uncomfortable conversation. Well, that's what your will's for, too, though. Well, yes, but but like, what if you're, you, you don't have a will? Like, he wasn't old. Right. Most of the time you wait to do a will later on in life. Mm -hmm. Most of the time people don't always have that. Like, God forbid something happens earlier in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't have that, hopefully you've had that conversation of, do you want a DNR? Do you want to be, yeah. mm-hmm. do you yeah. want to be an urn? Do you want to have a funeral? Like, all of this stuff. And especially when you've been with someone for 21 years, that conversation has to happen somewhere. I actually, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know why I'm laughing when I'm saying this. I, I created a will, like, a few years ago. <laughs> and I remember I told my parents about it. Oh, I mean, you want to, like, make sure mm-hmm. yeah. you, you know. Dot your I's and cross your T's. And I remember my mom and dad were so upset about it. They're like, why would you make a will? And I'm like, because I want, like, if God forbid something happens to me for your finances to go in order or, like, whatever your situation is. And then it says, like, who gets the ultimate decision on if, God forbid, you're in a situation Mm -hmm. of, Mm -hmm. you know, like, being in a coma or whatever. And I remember it was one person, and the parent that wasn't picked was, like, so upset about it. I was like, first y'all are mad that (laughs) I have a will. And then when I tell you guys, and maybe I shouldn't have said who it was, but they asked me, and I said, they're like, well, why do you have a will? And I said, it's important because, and, of course, I picked the parent that's a little bit less emotional, I mean, you guys could guess what that is, but because I've I've heard stories of people that die like super young and like their finances get tied up or like situations happen where they don't have or they have to go, go to court and fight over who can make the final decision on the individual. Because like we said, you know, you expect that things are going to happen when you're older, but that's not always the case. Yeah. Right. I mean, look at Jack. He was young. But I mean, another thing I, I kind of want to... You guys are all going to go to like sign your wills after this. No. No. no I'm good but, on that. But I have told... I mean, I've had <laughs> yeah. a discussion with my parents because I've had a lot of friends that were my age and younger that mm-hmm. have passed. So, I mean, it, it's been a conversation and obviously it's going to evolve throughout your lifetime right. of like where you're at in that point when it gets closer to that time. But um, lightheartedness conversation part, though, of the car, because I really, really mm-hmm. enjoyed all the little the moments that they had in the car, like yeah. when they were going over the bridge. I thought that was so significant at the end when she's driving yeah. to that concert and drives over that bridge and she looks down and then she looks up and has this face of determination mm-hmm. on like she yeah. I've got this. 
because by that point she has you know taken hold of this whole experience and she's made the decision I'm okay yeah. we're okay and, and we she can says get through we're this okay. yeah, mm-hmm. I'm the tree yeah. and then even yeah. with the doctor saying that of like really calming her and talking her down off the ledge mm-hmm. that, that, like I can only imagine feeling like something sitting in your chest like it's just crushing you like he's not here like what am I gonna do yeah. like to have someone that's outside of the family mm-hmm. that has no other perspective other than this man that you've met a couple of times that's taken the time out of his life to come and be with you and like really just talk to you earnestly and honestly like okay and to let let you know that your husband wasn't perfect to my office unannounced many Many times times. about how scared he was how you know fearful of being a, a father he was and i think that also allowed rebecca to be like Okay, so it's, it's not just exactly. me. Yeah. He, he just put on a brave face for me, mm-hmm. but at the same time that I'm going in the closet or in the bathroom, like hunching, crying, right. he's going to Dr. K crying. Yeah, it I thought that was a per- I was going to say a perfect point because it did bring the humanity to Jack. And I think mm-hmm. that uh, viewers, we needed that as well because more often than not, especially Lena and Candace, we get caught up with Jack and the idea. <laughs> right. And he's here. So she really needed to see. You know, I don't think if she wouldn't have had that experience, who knows how she would have overcome and Jack dealt with that. Jack is perfectly imperfect. I don't think he's perfect. <laughs> no. But. Right, but he is, we do exalt him to a certain, of you course. know, degree because of, what, look at his impact. I think it's natural, but that's why I'm glad that they decided to bring in a character to show us he, the humanity of Jack. He's I just love, as terrified of things mm-hmm. as you, Rebecca, and you can be a good parent too. Mm-hmm. I love Jack, though, not because I think he's perfect, that because he is aware of his faults and accepts it and tries to fix it. I don't think he sits there and tries to like make himself look like he's perfect. You know, he has had a hesitation about being a father, so he was going to Dr. K. You know, and he's probably yeah. sitting there, and what I loved about the scene with Dr. K is that we constantly see that um, Rebecca has to be so strong. Like in the scene when she's walking in the last episode, and Miguel's like starting to tear up when she tells him, she's like, if you need to go walk around the block and come back, oh. then you go do that, because we're going to do this, and we're going to be strong. So I feel like the Dr. K moment was the moment for her to kind of let go and release and show mm-hmm. not just that but show her fear because mm-hmm. she said she goes I didn't even want to have kids mm-hmm. yeah. if you guys remember in the bar scene they were watching football ironically and they turned around and, and something came up at the bar about kids and she was like well I don't know if I want to have kids and he's like we'll talk about this later and it's like she's now left and she's wondering you know can I do this given the fact that it was really Jack that was kind of like stepping it up and stuff. So the Dr. Casey and I think was very important for us to see that she is very hard on the exterior, but on the inside, she still has the fears like everyone else. Mm-hmm. And then as you said, and then she realizes that Jack had those fears too. And it just kind of like gives her a moment. It was so cute. She's like, can we just sit here mm-hmm. for yeah. a moment? And one thing I want to point out about Dr. K, it's interesting that the impact that he had on their lives, both Jack and Rebecca, Rebecca more specifically at the funeral. But as people are mentioning in the chat, Rebecca's mom was there. And all we saw was them, I think, some kind of embrace. I don't know if it was a hug. It was very quick. And it's interesting that. that he became essentially a surrogate father right. to the both of them. And we get a long conversation between them. But for the mother, it's just it's just interesting to me that dynamic and how they showed like somebody can come into your life for a day uh-huh. and they and make an mean. impact for a lifetime and then you can have somebody for a lifetime you know and it, they make an impact for a day i'd love to see dr k talk to randall i wonder if they're going to give us that scene when did he die yeah he, he dr k yeah. yes it had to be after not long now, after right. the funeral. But, but was it future after, I don't think. or was it teenage kids it oh was i would future kids. think it was Teenage. teenage was it because i don't i don't remember, remember somebody, when he like somebody said that he was i don't know if i just looked it up before we walked in here but he was 73 i think when they when the babies were born when the mm-hmm. 73 so you know <laughs> okay. 17 he years looks good later for 73 17 years that later, means he's, he's 90. 90 yeah with a cane he's looking good you look good yeah. dr k what you doing and, mind you i don't think that was his wife that was his second wife. I mean, it was his wife. He introduced her as his wife. I was but like, I'm saying, he said it's my wife. That was his, was his second daughter? wife. Right, but he had gotten yeah, married. he had been married. Is this fake wife? His, his <laughs> first wife had passed away. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so it was nice to see that he actually, because I think at the end of that episode, he 
took the chance to go and have dinner with, I think, Anne, who who was with him. Mm-hmm. I believe that was the woman. So he actually was able to move forward. I'm using that as an example to say, to show Rebecca that she could be able right. to move mm-hmm. forward as well. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, it's funny. Speaking of that, I'm starting to like Miguel. When I saw Miguel's speech saying that at his Say mom's... What? I know, seriously, I can't believe I'm this is happening. I'm not even listen to it. <laughs> next week, it'll be... Excuse you. I'm trying to throw Miguel a bone right now, okay? Go ahead. No, but in this... I just want to say... His speech was I beautiful. He's say, comparing him to his mom. Like, okay. that's... I'm gonna give you. Let me. I'm gonna let you talk about the speech, but I will. Say <laughs> I will let you, hold I'm on. I'll let you finish. <laughs> but when Miguel came on the screen, did y'all hear Lena's expression? Ugh. Ugh. But that was <laughs> when she saw him. So I just want to throw that out. It I didn't say I love Miguel now. I said right. I'm starting to. But okay, listen. I'm the viewer, and I'm watching what they're giving me. They've been giving me Miguel as like the guy that just came in. That's the way they've been showing him. Now they're showing him in a completely different light. In the last episode, they show that he couldn't handle the news of Jack's death. Mm -hmm. In the speech today, he's talking about comparing it to the death of his mother. And he's saying that Jack told him to take a breath. And what was the exact word? And take a sip of water. And he said, there's not enough water to help me get through through this death. And that's, that's insane that he's comparing... His mother's death but and even, Jack's death, like even that. at the bar when they were all like ragging on Jack, um, like the outsiders, he's like, "Hold up, hold up, hold up! Mm-hmm. Now right. you're stepping on my territory." Mm-hmm. So he's always been protective of Jack. Yeah, and in hindsight, no, I'm not a huge fan of Miguel yet. I'm getting to the point to where I like like him a little bit more because I know that he didn't come in. Why aren't you jumping down her throat right now? Because I, I'm, I'm being. Uh, hold she on. She hates Miguel hold too. On. She's hold saying on. how she feels about him. I am, and I lost my train of thought. Now it was so good too. <laughs> there you go with it that self confidence, yes, Candace. My God, it was saying, so good. You're starting to embrace Miguel. Yes, you because know that he didn't come. He, because he has always been defensive of Jack. So mm-hmm. ultimately, he's always going to be protective of Rebecca because mm-hmm. that was his precious Rebecca. And I, as much as we see how much he loved Jack. I think it's almost an honor to his friend if it's coming from that perspective in a certain way. Number one, it's been such a long time between the death when they became a a partnership. Yeah. But also, like, I'm going to protect her for you. No one else on this earth has been there throughout all of this other than me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take care of her. He even leaves her to herself on that day. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just the ultimate level of respect. I thought that was huge. On Super Bowl, he kind of gives her her space to make her lasagna. That's nice, too. But we don't get to see Miguel's side of it. Maybe Miguel has to go off by himself because he has his own, you know, honoring... Jack right. in his own way. But so, they haven't showed us that. That's what I'm saying. Is like now they're starting not to show yet. a completely different side to Miguel. I think we I think we're starting to see a little bit more and more and more to him. Because now he's Poor so guy, much I more what he gets. Well he's so much more like ingrained in the storyline. Before we didn't really need to see all of that. But now with the death and him being the one that had the kids when they found out the news and him being the first person to hear the news outside of Rebecca, like mm-hmm. there's so much more emphasis of who he is mm-hmm. within the their storyline rather than just the friend of Jack, you know, that we went to go get beers and whatever else. You guys, that lasagna looked good. I was just thinking about From last week? (laughs) I went to the gym before this and I didn't have food. We're talking about about funeral and she's talking about lasagna. Well, guys, before (laughs) we run out of time, I did want to cover all of my news articles that Mm -hmm. we we saw in a couple video clips. So, we've got some news. Candice has got some news today. Yes, I do. I'm going to pull this up my phone, too. So, I was on Instagram, per use, (laughs) and... um, Don't be surprised. But E! News did a great job covering all of this. Mm -hmm. One of the um, first photos we're going to show you was from Entertainment Weekly. So Entertainment Weekly and E! News. um, It says there's a a split screen of Jack and Rebecca. And it says, if you thought Sunday's episode of This Is Us was heartbreaking, just wait for Jack's funeral. I think that it's more gut-wrenching than the Super Bowl episode because people knew what to expect, Mandy Moore tells us. Tonight's episode is Rip Your Heart Out Sad. So that was their preview of what they were giving all of us before. So that's that Instagram. Clearly, I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a heart. <laughs> but then the next one we have is um, Milo and um, Mandy, which I love this picture. Oh, of them. God. I love this picture of them. But the quote just broke my heart and I started crying reading it anyway. Again, not a no surprise. Um, I was ultimately hearing her just break and fall into a million pieces. And that might have been the hardest thing to film. Not because I had to lay still, but I was listening to my friend crumbling. And it goes on to be um, one other clip. 
one other picture that they said if it's a swipe one um we're always there for one another we kind of made a pack like this since the very beginning let's make this couple real so i can only imagine both perspectives of them because when you're an actor this is like you're succumbing to this situation and it's your reality like this is your world and to be laying there and you're helpless and you listen to this person like crumbling because someone is dead like I can't. Oh, both on both sides. You guys, I know they're just this. actors, but I wonder what their significant others feel like always watching their love and chemistry on set. I think that's part of the job that yeah. you sign yeah. up for. Understand it. You have to, especially yeah. when you're a performer. Like you give yourself to that that mm -hmm. role, and you're you're sacrificing something. So I think that that's just. It's still. I'm sure it's still difficult, even knowing it. It's still difficult, like to watch this kind of love. I don't know that it would be. I think it's, I think it's beautiful yeah. I think yeah. to be able to see that. And it's very much not Mandy Moore. Right. right. I was going to say, I think when they, not when her. somebody's watching them, they see Jack and Rebecca. They don't see exactly. Milo and Mandy. Because when you see them, their conversations, which we'll show um, the clip in just a second, um, Rebecca and, and Mandy, you can specifically see their nuances are very different. Mm -hmm. And just the way they, they speak and present themselves, it's just very, very different. But we're going to go ahead and show you the clip. Um, it's a couple minutes, so um, listen to this. Expecting his death and the circumstances around it to be so cinematic, when in reality, it's really ordinary. Like, Jack and Rebecca have this this very ordinary conversation about like blaming one another for forgetting batteries for the smoke detector and the last thing her husband says to her alive is like you're standing in front of the tv and they have this cute little exchange where i stick my tongue out at him and that's it like there's no impassioned speech about how much they mean to one another like it's so ordinary and that makes it like 100 times sadder that that's their last exchange you Jack. People process things completely different. And when we shot the scene, I believe that Rebecca was like full steam ahead, walking into that room, expecting to recount like, you will not believe what the doctor just tried to pull on me. And no one told me that Milo had stuck around. We had shot all of our other scenes there at the hospital together, but no one had told me that he had stuck around, so I had no idea. And apparently that was the first take that they used when I see him, uh, when I see his body, and I didn't know that he was gonna be there. So it was all the more jarring and upsetting and just indescribably sad. All of yeah. it felt so otherworldly to shoot. <laughs> gonna get emotional talking about it because We've, you know, built the lives of these characters together for, for two years. There's so much history, like a shared history there and familiarity that when it came down to like really doing it, it was hard to like let go. I mean, good for them. They did a fantastic job mm -hmm. doing those scenes. And I mean, I, I just, good job. Yeah. And like I, I, I had mentioned this earlier, it was amazing that Mandy was able to keep it so composed because if she wasn't expecting Milo to be there and she walks in and he's on the bed, I'm surprised her reaction wasn't bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't I wasn't too surprised. I, th I think I tip my hat off to her as an actor. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. that it makes sense. I would expect her to remain, you know, be able to hold her character together um, as surprising as it was. But she did her work. Yeah, she did. Mm -hmm. She did yeah, her she work. Yeah, she did. It was great. You guys, the way she even speaks in the interview, like, she's just angelic. Yeah, she's If you ever meet her in person, she has this aura around her. <laughs> She's like, I, I just love Mandy Moore so much. I, I love her. She's I fantastic. think she's one of my favorite actors of all time. I think she's really coming to her own with this role, to be mm -hmm. honest. Like, I've seen her other work, and it's great. I love to watch. Remember, still one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, she put a Same. throwback, too. But, it was like the 15 year or something like that that just passed. Yeah. But just this one, she's really transformed. But I think we had one other bit of news that you had found about our wonderful Dan Fogelman. Yeah, just a, just a shout out to Dan Fogelman. He won TV Showman of the Year by the International Cinematographers Guild Publicist Yay. Award. Yay! So Congrats to him. To him. That's awesome. Well, guys, 
Um, we are going to wrap this up, but just to a reminder for you all that we will not be back for the next two weeks because we're going to be rooting on the USA in the Olympics. Yes. Yes. Go Team USA. USA. Bring on the USA. figure skating. Let's go. Yeah, bring on the figure <laughs> skating. But we will be back on February 27th to finish up the last three episodes of This Is Us, and it will be the finale will be on March 13th. We will, but... Am I doing it now? Right. Okay. We're going to rip off the well, band-aid. Just rip it off. This is actually my finale. I will be moving back Aww. to the East Coast. Um, and so I just wanted to thank everybody in the chat, everybody that's listened, everybody that's watched, you three for being a great panel. Oh, we're going to miss Don't everybody. do it. Just stay up late and call in. I'm going to. I'm probably going to. You'll see me in the chat we from time to you time. Yeah. You know, I'll, this isn't the last you've seen or heard of me. But if you did want to keep up with me, you could on Twitter or you can on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. She's not dying. She's, yeah, she's still the- here, guys. Um, so really, but- this is not Jack's funeral. <laughs> Girl, funeral means death. No, no, no. no on, the, but, on the after show, we love oh you, Erica. Yeah, it's been such a pleasure. And an Listen, honor she's wearing a leather you. jacket. I love her so. just because of the jacket. Okay. Yeah, I was That's having amazing a, a very you. sentimental moment. She's talking about damn leather jacket. She looks we good. Love, thank you. I've loved working Erica. with you, Erica. We've we all loved you. working yeah, with you. Yeah, it's been fun getting to know. Listen, all we're you. not saying goodbye. She's gonna be on the chat. Fourteen, fifteen weeks together, and we're gonna Skype her in. I'm just bummed that I'll miss the last three episodes of the season. Right? I know. I know. But let me here. Being here. Being here. Yeah. But thank you guys so much for sticking with us the last two episodes. It's been a wild ride. And there's been a lot of tears <laughs> on my end and not anyone else's. Because that's never but happened before. Hit me up and follow me on all my social media at Candace R. Cruz. And let me know what your thoughts were. And if you have any other cool episode, episodes, news, or Instagrams, send them my way. Because I always love reading more This Is Us. Yes. I'm looking forward to what's to come with the end of the season as well. You can follow me on all social media at Keith underscore Andre. And like I said, I'm looking forward to figure skating. So tweet me about that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Lena Nora. You can find me. Me all over the internet at Lena Nor and Eric. I can't believe this is your I last time A couple off. of them found out tonight too, so they're we feeling the same we thing didn't as have you. A moment. But you can find t- Lena at Lena Nori. Are you gonna do your final sign off? I don't have a final sign Depressed. off, so I'll just say so long. Farewell. Yeah, it's not goodbye, it's see you later. All right. Later, guys. Well, you guys be sure to follow Erica and we will miss you, and we will see you guys in two weeks. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.